QG Podcast is also brought to you by Lighthead Threads, apparel to inspire bright ideas and the actions that forge them. Lighthead Threads offers a great selection of hats and shirts for both men and women. So brighten up your life and style by heading over to lightheadthreads.com shop and use code QUALITY for 15% off of your first order. That's lightheadthreads.com shop to get lightheaded today. Stay lit, folks. On this episode of the QG Pod, Wayne Lozenak has been in and around the metal and hardcore music scene for over two decades. As the lead guitarist for Hatebreed, he has toured around the world and recorded three studio albums in the process. Anson and I chat with him about what tour life is like and how crazy it is to rub elbows with some iconic artists. We get into his history as a guitarist, his stint as a tech, and find out the lengths that he went to to get his hands on his dream guitar. Whether you're a metalhead or just a music fan in any regard, we really think you'll dig this conversation on everything guitar. So let's get into it and see what's good. Quality, 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 goods. Quality, 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 goods. What is good, people? Chris Beatty here again. Quality Goods Podcast. I'm joined by my host, as always. Anson J, what's up? And today we have a very special guest. First guest from the opposite coast. The lead guitarist of Hatebreed, Wayne Lozanak. Yeah. Pronounce it right. Good. Nice <laughs> job. I like that. That doesn't happen often. Yeah. So... I just got to get something out of the way right off the bat. For all your fans in particular, I am a different Chris Beatty yes, than is in the that. band Hate Breed. <laughs> <laughs> so let's not get it twisted. I'm uh, not your Beatty with a Y, not an IE. Yes, yes. We have spoken briefly, however, via FaceTime before. Yes, uh, yes. Yeah, we this had, is had true. a little introduction. Uh, it's still to be determined which Chris Beatty is the better one. Both good-looking men, I assure you, out there. All right. you're all well, I don't think, like science-wise, you can't even have them in the same room together. Like I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think so. Physics will be. Although you are the younger one, we can, yes, we, yes. That we young know. blood. That's the only fact young we can put out <laughs> right now. So, first question, I just right off the bat, just because it's something that I've been struggling with lately, is trying to find a balance when. There are so many moving parts, and you're moving at a fast pace all the time. Now, like, what are, what do, you, what do you do when you're out here touring and doing TV and other press? Like, how, like, what's your secret to keeping your cool? Well, for me, I actually don't work that much, so I have a lot of downtime. <laughs> so, I, it's pretty relaxed. Although I, I basically work like an hour a night. If you want to, you know, talk about the show, so mostly. I have a lot of hours to do nothing. So I'll walk around, get some coffee with the other Chris Beatty that's <laughs> in my band. Or, or besides that, sometimes we'll do like a meet and greet during the uh, during the day and maybe some interviews every now and then, but it's not a lot. So sound check, but it's, it's pretty easy going. So I'm lucky for me anyway. Some people might have more uh, things going on, but I'm pretty relaxed. Do you try to keep the schedule pretty free, like outside of the 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 gigs and stuff like that? Yeah, especially if I'm not on tour, I I don't do much. I just relax. We tour a lot, so yeah. I, I like to relax when I'm home. 
And I mean, honestly, yeah, with the type of music you're doing, it's like the first word that I think about is energy, you know? So I'm sure that takes a lot, even if it's right. just an hour, yeah, like that's, exactly. you know, that's intense. So hour, hour and 15, yeah. like, especially because our songs are short, so we can mm-hmm. cram a lot of yeah, songs go all, into yeah. that. Some bands, I look at their set and you're like, you're only doing like seven songs. They're like, yeah, but it's an hour and a half. I'm yeah. like, oh, we, we do like 20 yeah. or something in that Fast time. pace, hit them yep, hard, hit them fast. Yeah, hit after hit, yeah. Well, one thing that I definitely noticed, um, like like you said, the energy is like super, like to be on, I mean, I, I don't know how you can focus. Like I I was just hanging out with people for three days and lost my voice. Like my vocal cords are trash. Right. So to see that the way you guys have to sing or just perform like that is, is crazy. Like, is there something that you like mentally prepare before getting out there? I mean, you, you guys have been obviously doing it for it's, a that's long the thing. time. It's, we've been, I've been doing it so long. It's just natural. It's like second nature yeah. almost to just go it's autopilot as soon yeah. as you're on there you just go it's yeah. just like a machine you just know you just set you get the time on the wall you got the you know the day sheet tells you we get the same breakfast lunch at this time dinner yeah. meet and greet show mm-hmm. so it's pretty much try to keep just, that routine so used to it you don't even think about it anymore how many months out of the year are you touring nowadays it's it's a lot i mean maybe i would say eight to nine ish okay. but it's like some we haven't we used to tour a lot more but i would say the most we would probably do that would be a long tour for us now would be like two months and that's kind of rare every once in a while we'll do like a few weeks here a few weeks home maybe a month or two home and then a month out so it's it's kind of it's it's all different but it's it's pretty consistent mm-hmm. throughout the year but it, it just depends. It depends on the tour, especially if we have a new album coming out, then yeah, we tour more because you got to promote yeah, yeah. it everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've actually heard that approach from a lot of, uh, I, I hate to say this, but like aging artists. Like they, wait, wait, what do you mean? They break you up. To say? <laughs> uh, thank you. Good night. <laughs> I've, I'm uh, done here. Yeah, you, you guys have been in it for a minute, man. 25 years. That's, yes, that's a yes. long time. Man. That is. Like, and I, you know, I can imagine how much of a toll that takes. On your body, right. and your, yeah. on your spirit. Especially when you are aging like myself. It <laughs> gets harder to stay. Yeah. You're more stretching before uh, yeah. than you used to. Yeah, yeah but like I was saying, I, like, a lot of like artists are starting to break up their tours a lot more and do only like a couple months at a time or even just a couple weeks at a time taking a break and then they'll right. resume their tour after that. The only thing is with the way that things are now, you don't sell a lot of like albums or yeah, cds mm-hmm. so you have to tour if you want to money maker it's it's the touring and merch the selling of merch that's how you make most of the money like you, you make a little bit of money off of album sales obviously mm-hmm. but not enough to live off of like like back in the 80s yeah or 90s you know especially now yeah. people are either stealing it or you know some other streaming service that doesn't really pay much yeah so we had that's why we, we don't even you know our last album came out in 2016 you know, back in the '80s, people were putting them out yeah. every every year. The '70s, sometimes twice a year. Yeah, you go back and look at those with like Kiss and mm-hmm. all those. They're like twice a year. That's crazy. Yeah. But now it's like, plus we have so many songs over the whole course of the history of the band. It's kind of hard mm-hmm. to pick. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Play for a set. Is it like cer- certain regions or certain like tours you're on that you pick a different like mix of songs well, or actually, albums? Actually, we're a little different than most bands because we don't have a set list. Okay. So, which is it's a little <laughs> stressful. Yeah. But, like our our singers very like we know the first song. Sometimes okay. we don't even know oh, until man. right right before we're going on. So I'm like, what's the first song? Yeah. I'm like looking for somebody to tell me so I know. Yeah. But he's like. 
our singer can, I guess, gauge the crowd of okay. what, like, oh, if, if wow. they're if they're getting more into the older stuff or the newer stuff, mm, and he calls every song out wow. on stage. Oh wow. man! And I'm the guitar player. Like, if there's if it starts with the guitar, I start yeah. all the songs. <laughs> Sometimes he won't say the title. <laughs> oh, He'll be man. like. This he one's about, or just, he'll be like, this one's about living in the moment. Mm. Hit it, Wayne. And I'm like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I hope I'm starting the right the song. Right oh, and sometimes man. there's been a couple times where he hasn't given me quite enough clues. Yeah. And I have started the wrong song. Well, especially, like you say, you have so many songs to choose yeah. from. You're not doing yeah. seven songs like some of the other bands. So, yeah. Or sometimes a, it'll be just something about, he says with the crowd, like, I want to hear you on this side, or I yeah. want to hear you on this and side. You kinda, Hit it, Wayne. Mm. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll look and be like, nope, that's not it. But we'll just keep playing. Yeah, like, just he's keep actually going, done that over the mic. Yeah, yeah, everyone's, yeah, we, everyone else gets the cues. Like, all right, I guess this is the song. We're yeah, doing but then, nice. you know, we, it, it works yeah. so, like, so ever, far. So, like, ever since kind of like the beginning, you guys have been doing it that way? Or? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Oh, man. We, he, uh, we have, uh, he he has like a master uh, call out sheet. Okay. Of, I think there's 40 songs on it. So out of the 40 songs, because oh, wow. it's not every song in the yeah, whole, because then sure. there's no way we'd be able to do that. So we <laughs> mm-hmm. know that at least these 40 songs will be able it's to gonna play. It's going to be something okay. They'll pick something out A of that. A little something. To right. And okay. it, obviously there's like the hits that, mm-hmm, we that you're going to do. Always play, usually. Yeah, but still you don't even know when it's coming, though. Right. It could be, yeah, okay. <laughs> because normal, sometimes we'll end with the same song, like either uh, destroy everything or mm-hmm. I will be heard but sometimes he doesn't do it he'll just play it in the middle and we'll all be you're like, like oh wow like, oh, no. <laughs> what so are we gonna yeah, end what the set with, with? Then, oh no it's great yeah cause you're like oh the t- yeah it changes your whole timing on it if you're like oh right. it's in the middle now it's not the like the grand finale okay and also another we stop like sometimes mostly we feed back in between mm-hmm. songs but then there's songs where we stop dead and okay. then so I think it's every uh, four songs, mm-hmm. something like that, and then towards the end it gets longer. But yeah. our other guitar player Frank mm-hmm. nods to us when to stop. Oh, okay. So if you ever see us, I don't know if I should be giving these we'll things out, but <laughs> yeah. like, if you see me, like I'm always like away. looking at Frank, like yeah. towards the end People of the song. People are gonna be watching like, from the crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he did. Yeah, and then you'll see Frank go to everybody like shaking his head, nice. and then uh, that's when we know when to stop. And then so and then we have two two different tunings. Oh. So sometimes we don't know if we're supposed to switch guitars. So then we're looking over like switch. I got to look yeah, at the other side. Oh man. So yeah, but have you ever Keep not switched in time and uh, played out of time? Yeah. There's been there was one time where he did not tell me to switch guitars. Oh, uh, I think he oh, thinks Frank. he thought he did, Frank, but and I didn't notice that they had other guitars on because that's when we go get like you know a yeah. bottle, drink of water, yeah. or whatever. You're yeah, you turn around real quick. Yeah, and no one said anything. I didn't notice. Oh, they switched. I came back and then he announced the song, and I'm. It was was like one of those songs where I wasn't sure. I just for some reason I started playing it. I'm thinking I was like, wait, isn't that in a different tuning? Yeah. And looking at each other, and so then we had to stop. They give you the eye, like, like oh. yeah. Oh, man. So yeah, that, that's what happens when you don't have a set list. Yeah. So. Uh, well, touring as long as you have been, I mean, I'm sure those mistakes are bound to happen right. once in a while. Especially people, when you play every understand. night. Yeah. We don't have many days off either on tours. <sighs> yeah, like the bigger bands that. are like three, two shows, a couple days off, two more, <sighs> three shows. We're like going. every the seven in a row. And switching the set list every day. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Yep. Keep on your toes a bit. So while we're on the topic of playing shows, uh, yeah. You know, you guys have played uh, a lot of festivals before festivals really became a thing. That, you know, like Ozfest, Mayhem Fest, right. Warp Tour. I mean, Warp Tour is a little, little newer, but 
You know, like, I think it was probably social media that really blew up the festival scene just from, like, people posting, like, pics at, like, Coachella yep, and right. stuff like that. Yeah. But a lot of these festivals were around, like, before social media exploded. Like, like how have how's that change those, been from your point of view? Those, uh, those are, like, the best thing, especially because you get a whole new audience who might not come mm-hmm. see you at your, your uh, you know, club shows or yeah. whatever. But Ozfest was a big one because I like I was in the band when it started. I left for a long time, came back. We could talk about that mm-hmm. later. But they they played on like a bunch of Ozfests, and I think that's what really got the band noticed and like kept it growing because mm-hmm. it came we came out of the hardcore scene. Yeah. But we kind of have a metal sound too. Mm-hmm. So yeah. playing with a bunch of metal bands on Ozfest, and then touring with like Slayer and Danzig yeah. and all these bands like kind of got the you know, band more publicity, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, you notice too, like the good thing about festivals being such a like mainstream thing now, it's the variety of artists is so much more. Right. So like, that's awesome. Like, yeah, for sure. Like things you wouldn't have heard of until you went there and then you're like on the right day and bam. Especially Europe. I mean, Europe is insane. Mm-hmm. Like those festivals are huge. There's still nothing like that for our, for oh, metal wow. or, you know, our genre in mm-hmm. the U.S. They're, they're starting to do different ones, but in mm-hmm. Europe there's like, Download Fest, Hellfest, Grass Pop, and there's 80,000 people, and, and people travel all over Europe to yeah. go to these from the U.S. Because we'll that's where you guys are doing it big, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and that's they're, it's, it seems like they're more yeah, into like the music, like more Industrial and stuff. Everything. Like that. Yeah, that's stuff. I mean, but we've done, we did a festival, it was, I think we were on the, because there's multiple stages too. Mm-hmm. I think we were on the same stage. It was like Corn, Slipknot, Journey. Things? Wow. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> Swift and, uh, slip journey oh, in there, sick. Yeah. So, like, you know, so, and then we did this other show. It wasn't even a festival. It was mm-hmm. this show? I think it was. I don't remember if it was Norway or Sweden, like some mm-hmm. somewhere like that. And it was us, Alice in Chains, and Ramstein. And that's <laughs> okay. it. Just yeah, those three oh, that's, bands. A, that's a good lineup, so, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it was you know, the crowds are huge. Yeah, I'm so sure that yeah, there's amps you up that much different, you know, especially when you when you can cater to a newer audience right, that much. Exactly. Yeah. So that's festivals. I love playing festivals because mm-hmm. then you get to watch other bands too oh, yeah. and hang out with everyone. Yeah, yeah. Like, how is it just being around all these legendary bands? Oh, I love it. There's there's still some people I'll walk by. And, yeah, you know, they're like, hey Wayne, how's it going? And I'm like, like you know, like Zach, I'm Zach Wild. Yeah. I'm a big oh, Zach Wild fan for he used to play for or he plays with Ozzy still, mm-hmm. but he has his own band, Black Label Society. And we did a, a whole tour with them mm-hmm. a few years back, so it's like every day, like he's coming in our dressing room and saying hello, and get to watch him every night. So, you know, I saw him when I was fourteen years old on yeah. his first tour oh, with Ozzy. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's it's insane to be on tour with them. Yeah, and yeah, just side by side. Yeah, 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 yeah watch them go yeah, on. You go, around. yeah, that's sick. Has there been a big change, um, especially like you said, how much how much uh, touring is important to the brand label, like or whatever band you are? Is it a big change from like the '90s touring compared to like how it is now? I would say I didn't tour in the '90s, okay. but that's that's another because that's another reason we can get to gotcha, later. Because okay. I was yeah. I was in the band when it started okay. in the '90s, but didn't tour because I was in college and gotcha. had a job. I didn't want to quit my job mm-hmm. to just. You know, to me, it was just for fun yeah. that they played. So I had no idea they were going to. It was going to go the way. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'll, but I would definitely, especially 
you know, from what obviously just, you know, knowing they didn't have like cell phones back then mm-hmm. or in the internet. So yeah. they're like looking at maps, yeah. like trying <laughs> yeah, to get to places. That's true. And, I, yeah. And they, I guess when they went to Europe, they needed like calling cards oh, to try and, you know, call sense. back yeah. home and all this yeah, stuff. Yeah. And then you can't check on an email if like oh, yeah. a venue's changed yeah. or like a hotel yeah, no, is yeah. messed Who up. Who do you yeah. contact? Right. Yeah. So I'm completely different yeah. in the 90s. Yeah, I don't even that. think about just the traveling part of it. Oh, not even yeah. like how you reach your fans, just like the getting there and moving around. Wow. Yeah, touring must have been a whole different right. undertaking. No, no back GPS in the 90s. on your phone, oh, walking yeah. around yeah. to try and find mm. wherever. Yeah, some new thing on. You got the, the older map, so you don't yeah, see you gotta, the new you things. You got to go to the hotel and like get a map, I mm. guess. And <laughs> yeah, and just figure it. Yeah, like and, and you stop on the road a lot more to be like, oh, where's this at? Right. Like, yeah. Right. So we keep flirting with this topic of you leaving the band and coming back. Right. Why don't Why don't we just get into that? Sure. Like, mm-hmm. Uh, you, you started in the band right, right from the inception 1994 right? nice i i the, well the first they they were a band for like a week i guess <laughs> or a week okay. or two before <laughs> i joined so if you want to get really technical <laughs> they they played like one show like i think they played three songs mm. at a show they did kind of probably showed up they i don't even think the songs were even completely written i think yeah. he was making up lyrics and this is in spot. bridgeport right uh well the band right. formed in bridgeport mm-hmm. but the, the actual okay. show was in uh, bristol connecticut okay. which is a, a skate park where we played many times okay. so i was actually i was friends with uh i was friends with the drummer i knew jamie the singer i didn't know uh chris or larry the mm-hmm. bass player and yet so i saw him at the show and like the the crowd went nuts like never heard the songs yeah. before and so I went up to the drummer I was like oh so I see you only have one guitar player there mm. they're like yeah <laughs> we're uh, auditioning someone he's mm. like you want to come down I was like yeah so went to his house he gave me they had three songs mm. like on a tape recorded just the music <laughs> mm-hmm. so I learned them came down to rehearse and then they're like alright you're in the band alright so, was it already that was the name already of the band yeah, and the, okay. the name was already before they even had a band gotcha. I remember Jamie <laughs> our singer putting the name on flyers okay and like going to shows and like i'm like because we knew the, them and you knew the band yeah. was forming mm-hmm. like are they even a band yet and I'm yeah like, i don't think so and like so there's like yeah so they're probably not gonna be playing tonight but, yeah it's like speaking of this yeah but he's like he's very into publicity and getting mm-hmm. the name out there so then i so i joined basically after that and then uh started playing shows and recording recording songs mm-hmm. ni- late 94 so That's how awesome. many years were you playing with them before your departure? Uh, well, actually, I was in the band twice. Oh. Mm. This, this technically this is the third time. <laughs> okay. we want to, again, get really technical. I like to be technical. Yeah. Oh, the there's going to be someone that's going to yeah call you out of yeah, the no, timeline's not right. right. So it was <laughs> late 94 to late 95. We played like every weekend, pretty much the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Put out an EP. It's called Under the Knife. That's available on wherever Google it's, it's everywhere yeah it's everywhere <laughs> and then uh but then you know they started touring and i was in college like mm-hmm. i said i don't want to i couldn't uh i didn't want to quit just to have in my mind have fun yes touring mm-hmm. like i never saw it as a career or a job so it was, it was in it was a hardcore band mm-hmm. there was like probably a hundred hardcore bands in connecticut yeah. playing oh, okay. that yeah. time it's and you know yeah, it was right the one that. band out of all of them mm-hmm. you know and plus at that time it wasn't you know the music wasn't that popular or huge mm-hmm. i guess so you know i left and then uh or i guess technically i got kicked out because i went to tour <laughs> Cause you, but, yeah <laughs> you know i know i think i knew it was coming i just kind of played until they yeah got tired of having a fill-in for me every time they had to <laughs> gotcha. go, go somewhere <laughs> so then you know i was out of the band i was in a couple mm-hmm. other local bands didn't really do anything and then mm-hmm. 
mid ninety six, our bass player Chris Beatty left <laughs> temporarily. Okay. And uh, guitar not this player, Chris not this one, not this one, our Chris Beatty. <laughs> and then uh, the bass. This is a summer of ninety six. The other guitar player Lou called me up. He's like, "Yeah, we're playing with Biohazard in Long Island. Can you just come out and play the set?" I'm like, uh, "Yeah, why not?" Yeah. So then I came out and I filled in for like eight months. Like I just kept playing. Yeah, okay. And then, uh, but I was like, "Yeah, I'll do it," but I'm still not gonna do it full time. I'll do it till they find someone. Mm-hmm. So then, so mid '96 to maybe spring of '97 or something like that. I was like, they they got someone else. Actually, Lou played bass and then I played guitar. And then BDA eventually came back that year, and he he's been in it the whole time except for that one brief. Period. 96 97 mm. part part of it and then uh so yeah then there was a long break and then i actually came back because i'm good friends with chris my chris Beatty. <laughs> <laughs> and one day he was like in 2006 he was like i need a i need a tech wow like yeah. my tech whatever and i'm like you know what i'll 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 do it. I'll mm-hmm. change your strings and yeah. plug in your amps and tour the world and yeah. as a job and get paid yeah. for it i was like I, I was driving a coffee truck, like a lunch truck that went to the job sites, mm, like uh, with the construction workers okay. and the factories. Some people call them roach coaches, but gotcha, yeah. there were no well, roaches. Now it's a thing now, no yeah. roaches on my coach, people. Mm. <laughs> yeah, no. I stand by it. But I came back as a tech actually, and then did that for a few years. Teched for some other. Actually, I teched for Exodus, Monster Magnet. Even did a tour with Rihanna, nice. which is pretty big. Mm-hmm. That was fun. That was 2007, and then 2009, the guitar player Sean quit, and they were okay. like, "You want to come back?" And I said, "Yeah, sure." So I came back playing. I've been playing since 2009. Nice. Wow. So you kind of skipped all the yeah. nitty gritty in between, <laughs> and like got to capitalize right. on the the following after the internet <laughs> exploded. And it's funny, Jamie just said that reach. on stage the other night. He's like. This guy waited till we sold a million albums and he comes back. It's <laughs> so funny. I was like, yep, I just, you know, crawl my way back in somehow. Yeah, they're like, uh, no, I mean it the whole time. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, nothing wrong with a little, little ball busting here. Yeah, there. yep. Did that time as, um, like, back with the band, but not as a guitarist yet, did that change, like, your perspective once you did start being the, the guitarist for them again, or... What do you mean? Like you know, like like you're like you said, you went from like doing the guitar, like maybe like when you're not on the stage as part of the band, like did you get that perspective? Like maybe change how like you, know, you approach like uh, performing at all, uh, or like seeing. Well, I I think teching actually helped yeah. a little bit, like the transition because mm-hmm. I was already even though you're not playing mm-hmm. in the band, you're you're on stage and you're line checking like you're at these festivals (laughs) with you know like i said eighty thousand people and you're still playing the guitar and bass right before they go on so you're in in front of a crowd even though you're not playing gotcha you're still getting it ready but it's just you're kind of i don't know i think i just kind of got used to it like that so when i played it it didn't even feel like yeah you were gone too much different like doing it for some reason i just in my first like i did my when i first joined i did a few like small club shows mm-hmm. but then my we went to europe and my first show the first tour i ever did was download england and okay eighty thousand wow. people so <laughs> full crazy. set and yeah then it's on video too yeah just jump right into uh, it just, don't know what song's play. gonna be next just, just go yeah, and make yeah. it happen. i don't know if we maybe we had set list when i first joined <laughs> okay. just in case but <laughs> yeah we just like all right let's make it a little easier yeah, on real like, quick yeah <laughs> But no, it was, yeah, it was pretty, I just play, you know, just kind of, I've been playing in bands since yeah, I was 14. Exactly. Yeah, you, yeah, so you did just, not it's play. Just just... Na- it's the one thing I think for me is just natural. 
lot of anything else. Nice. Well, that's a, it's a pretty fun, natural thing. Yeah. You're good to be right. natural at, you know. I can't do many things, but I could we, play guitar. Yeah, you can stand in front of 80,000 <laughs> right. people yeah, and like feel no comfortable up there. Right. So, you know, I really would like to get your take on, like, the current state of metal because I feel like there used to be a lot more metal influence in popular rock, you know, right. like even in the, like the late nineties, early two thousands, like some of the bands you mentioned, like Corn, right. like Disturbed, System of Down, but that's kind of absent from the market right now. It does. Like, it does seem there's, there's really not a lot of big bands coming out. Like there used to be like, I, I can't even think of anyone new, like, especially like, even like bigger than our level, like doing arenas mm-hmm. and stuff. Like yeah. back in the eighties, every metal band was yeah. selling out arenas. Yeah. During mm-hmm. now, it's like, uh, you know, there's Avenged Sevenfold it will mm-hmm. be headlining mm-hmm. arena, yeah. like the Five Finger Death Punch. Okay, I mean they're a little more. They're obviously more commercial than us, but mm-hmm. it just just in the the scene in general, mm-hmm. I think it's more pop and hip hop is yeah. like taken over but i mean there's still bands out there like we're still going we we're, there's still bands doing good but it's definitely not as big as it mm-hmm. used to be yeah well, hopefully that's on your longevity man. yeah, yeah. That's, that's i mean yeah there's, there's been a lot of bands mm-hmm. that have come and gone definitely especially like like a lot of the ozfest bands that were on the second stage like some of them were huge for like a year mm-hmm. or two yeah. they were everywhere and then just gone so yeah. it's we're pretty consistent which is good do you think the con- the constant touring like helps like keep you relevant? Yeah, I mean you have to. You have yeah. to do that and and put and putting out good, I mean putting out music that people still want to hear, oh, not yeah. just a nostalgia band. Yeah, exactly. Where people you only want to hear the mm-hmm. old stuff, you know, that which is our our newest album or the last album we did was The Concrete Confessional mm-hmm. and uh looking down the barrel of today is like one of our most popular song stream songs mm-hmm. ever nice so it's like it's good that people are still want to hear the new stuff because you don't want to fall yeah. to play and no one wants to hear the new stuff they only want to hear the old stuff and you're just a nostalgia band so yeah. that's good you get you tour consistent and put out music new music that people still want to hear yeah i don't have fans calling out from the clouds like play this song play that song yeah i mean actually yeah. they do that but, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, actually the one thing about us we still do play songs off every album or we try nice. to so at least a couple so mm-hmm. people you know people are like oh you never play any old stuff we're like oh we always play old stuff so you must yeah. not go to the show so mm-hmm. we try and keep everyone happy as as much as possible you'll never especially keep with the catalog you guys have yeah right. it's like you're not gonna be able to cater to everybody right but we we do play songs from every era mm-hmm. every show as long as unless it's like a like a 35 minute show when you're mm-hmm. on warp tour and you just got to kind of play yeah, the hits big, yeah i mean it's crazy that you mentioned that where like hip-hop's kind of taken over as the like the genre the most popular genre but the lyrical content they do or stuff that you guys write you know like that's more popular oh like, yeah yeah you know so it's just crazy like yeah it might sound different but they're it's it's the same you know but i mean that, a new hip-hop i don't really listen to much mm-hmm. much of it the older stuff i like but now mm-hmm. it's just like what are they even saying? You know, yeah. It's like you're just yeah, mumbling uh, and talking about... Uh, I feel the same way. Uh, you know? I, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm a not hip-hop gonna, head. I was going to kind of try and mimic them, but I won't. <laughs> you know what it sounds like. We got plenty. Yeah, just do it. You know yeah, what Yeah, but before we yeah. record, yeah, he was yeah, definitely getting in uh, rap mode uh, yeah, when we were checking the mics. Maybe after this podcast, we'll <laughs> right. do some karaoke and we can... We can and they all that. have that, like, you know, auto-tune yeah. thing on it. And they do that live, too. It's like, why you do... They can't understand you as it is, and now you're making it worse. 
But it's like, no, people don't care. It's like alcohol, alcohol, booty, booty. Yeah, exactly. As That's soon as it. people- You uh, do that, you could do that for a whole true. album. Yeah, it's <laughs> true. I mean- sell millions of records. Yeah, finally yeah. hip-hop's in the in the spotlight, and that's what they're rapping yeah, about. Like, tattoo damn. your face, and you're good. Yeah, 100%. Six million, millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what have we come to? I don't know. Kids. Uh, are, are we- yeah. It's all these reality does shows. Does this sound saying. like, yeah. get off my lawn right now? Is that <laughs> yeah, that's what I think of. Is like, that what we're saying? But even that, like, I mean, um, some of your early, or on your albums, there's songs that are a minute to two minutes long, which is like a newer, th- like, like it's more of a mainstream, like, uh, formula that right. you hear on them, and like how albums are made. Like, you can pump out 12 songs, it's still a 30 minute album, but that's more of a hip hop thing than before, you know? Yeah, so it's yeah. like, and like, let's get, just bang it out, like, just get the songs down there. So that I appreciate, but yeah, I wish they would put a little more on the writing side than the production, but. And even the music that like the beats and stuff, it just seems like it's all the same. Yeah, yeah. Like push it a little bit. Yeah. Even the early two thousands were were better. I yeah. think. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. There was so much more like soul. Yeah. And more like There's more substance. Un- yeah, and yeah. More uniqueness. Mm-hmm. Like nowadays, every artist sounds the same. Right. Like they're all copying each other's formula. They're like, yep. oh, this works. Exactly. Let me, let me plug it and in. The, but me. the people buy it. It's like I don't. Maybe I shouldn't be mad because people are buying yeah, it. So. Yeah, I guess it's working exactly. Yeah. What are you gonna do? I don't know. Put out better music. Exactly. I don't want to bear that responsibility, but uh, I'm not trying I'm, to put down, yeah. you know, the, you know, the people because you you're you listen to whatever you want to listen to, you know, whatever yeah. makes you happy. Mm-hmm. But just, that's my take. Yeah. Well, it, exactly. Know? I mean, like you have everybody has more of an opportunity to reach more, and like, yeah, they're just not pushing it. You know, the envelope. Right. There, it's it's more about how many people you can get to listen to rather than what they get to listen to once they stumble across your stuff. So. Or yeah, just being like an uh, Instagram star. Yeah, yeah it's kind of the same know. thing. You know, you're just you're doing it for likes. You're not even doing it for the art anymore. You're not doing mm-hmm. it just to like share a moment or share like what you were feeling right. when you're writing mm-hmm. that song. It's now just like shooting for something that they deem is successful. They're like, oh, let me just uh, do a, a remix of somebody right. else. Basically, exactly. Yeah, I got so many people like to the back, uh, they're back to the stage because they're trying to get you in the picture, like of them like selfies, right, you know, right, now yeah, that it yeah. wasn't before. Man, it's like just listen, just 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 vibe out to the what's going on in front of you sometimes. Especially like our music, like people like hate breed. Oh, that's that's angry. Yeah, music and this and that. But if you actually read the lyrics, there's exactly. a lot of good mm-hmm. positive lyrics in there. But mm-hmm. it's almost like people they'd rather just hear you drink, you know, drinking scissor per yeah, whatever. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and, yeah, and that's that's what I was gonna say is like trying to get the new fans and like the way things are now like the name of the brand i'm sure like people don't even want to give you guys a chance sometimes you know it's right. like yeah oh, just yeah, come yeah. to the yeah just they, come to the venue and see what we exactly. do exactly yeah. and i've noticed that a lot with uh like metal and hardcore music like the lyrics are very they have a lot of substance and like very mm-hmm. positive messages but the music is very aggressive so People don't even right. give it a chance. Yeah. Right. Like, so as soon as you, yeah, did, as soon as they hear it, just like, oh my, God, turn that off. Yeah, it's, exactly. But. Yeah, you don't realize. Yeah, it's just people need to give more of a chance or like see why. Like, and that's something I was gonna ask because definitely not um, something I grew up listening to was like metal. But for like someone that you were trying to introduce it to, like, how would you describe like your band or in metal in general or like or like your scene in general that how you started where you are now, like to get the new we're, followers. Um, for us. We're like we're definitely a, a cross between hardcore, gotcha, and metal. Okay, so it's we have like the the simplicity, I guess, of hardcore and the, the positive lyrics mm-hmm. and the the I guess our singer yells, mm-hmm. not a lot of melody in the in the mm-hmm. singing, not real no clean singing, mm-hmm. really. But we but we still have some more. Try and put in every once in a while a little like metal riffs, gotcha, and some solos, guitar solos every okay. now and then, which. 
you know, aren't always in hardcore. Okay. So, and that's, that's the one, that's another good thing about us. Cause we can like tour with hardcore bands. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, we're doing this next tour coming up is, um, it's the Chromags an obituary, like okay. a legendary hardcore band f- from the eighties and yeah. a legendary death yeah. metal band. Yeah. And people aren't like, they don't, it's not a sh- like a shock. Like, mm-hmm. how is that band? Cause we, we somehow fit. Is there, is there, yeah. You can help. Yeah. Help them kind of. And then we could also go out with like five finger death punch, yeah. which is almost like a radio mm-hmm. metal. Like I don't run that more commercial, you gotcha. know, commercials. Yeah. So, which is good. We were able to do that. But mm-hmm. I think by playing all these festivals and stuff, we, we fit in with, more than just one genre of music, mm-hmm. which not not a lot of bands. I don't I don't know any band that actually can fit as well as we do with both sides mm-hmm. of the scene. And it's kind of touch back on that is like it, it's great that you can give them so many songs in your sets, you know, to to get a whole. And then right. like you say, you're trying to touch things from all the different albums. So right. yeah, it's like oh, you think we do this and bam, hit you with that other, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so let's get into a little bit about your guitar history and your history, like playing the guitar like what were some of your early influences like what got you into playing guitar well the first band i ever got into was kiss okay this is my father used to have kiss records and mm. play i was like i was paul stanley for halloween <laughs> when i was five <laughs> definitely and my my father had a guitar he kind of played not really mm-hmm. but i would just kind of pick up his guitar and play it every once in a while and then i had like toy guitars mm-hmm. and i would play and i i basically just made a bunch of noise but I, I, you know, Kiss started it off, and then I went to like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, mm-hmm. uh, Def Leppard, Ozzy, and then like you know Motley Crue, yeah. Rat, Dokken, Twisted Sister, all mm-hmm. those bands. And then when I was twelve, I heard Metallica for the first time, okay. and that was like a whole different yeah, sound, like mm-hmm. he- heavier and just. And I just I loved it, and that's 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 when I started playing like knowing how to play the guitar mm. like right after i got into that like got it you know metallica anthrax slayer megadeth all those bands like the, the thrash metal i guess mm-hmm. you would say and then t- like 12 or 13 years old that's when i started knowing how to play and then uh when i got to high school i met a couple kids when i was 14 i still hang out with them to this day okay, and nice. i joined my first band <laughs> we're a three-piece we just did all heavy metal covers okay and then it just from there just never stopped oh man like i i wish that i got introduced to a musical instrument at a young age because when i came to school like i, I was always into hip-hop and I, I wanted to be a producer but i right. never knew how to play an instrument so i had to find my way i had to find my avenue in the music world which i eventually did but it's it's not as easy as if you like have prowess like on a you know piano or right. just any any instrument you know. Yep. So do you have any uh, prized guitars at home? What, what's your what's your fave? I have. Uh, I guess it would be a toss up between the two. One that I bought first with my own money, and one that I got on eBay. But it happens to be the same year and model of. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite guitar players, Randy Rhodes, okay. from back in the day, who played with Ozzy. But I guess I could tell this story. Yeah, yeah, please. <laughs> of, uh, I first, I've been wanting, let's see, this was before, this was, I guess that was, how old was I? In my, somewhere in my 20s. And I wanted a Les Paul Custom really bad, mm-hmm. but they're really expensive, like more expensive than any other guitar that would be in the store. And I went to a, a guitar store 
in Connecticut, and they had one a lot che- like normal. I think they were like let's see back then maybe three thousand dollars or something, yeah. <clears throat> and they had yeah. a used one hanging on the wall, and it was like. Thirteen or fourteen hundred, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, "I gotta get it." Yeah, it's the closest. Yeah, and I had, mm-hmm. and I had a whole bunch of change <laughs> saved up. <laughs> but first, when I went there, I, I actually had them put it on layaway. I don't even know if you guys know what that oh, is. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> we're probably the we're probably it's, the tail like, end of people that know. Who yeah, it's like is. you you can put a down payment on it, and <laughs> they'll hold it for you. So I had them hold this guitar, and I say I had all this change saved up, and I kept saving a little more up, mm-hmm. and I. I think I went to like you know the Coin Star they have that out here, yeah, yeah. like in the supermarket you dump mm-hmm. it all, and I I think I had like eight hundred dollars in change. Wow, wow that's cool. yeah. How, how did you get that all to the store? Yeah, just lugging that in there a bunch of. I, I don't know. I had a bunch of buckets like oh, me yeah. and my friend. I remember us like just putting it in, laughing like we're in the casino. Mm-hmm. Like it's like ching 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 ching. Yeah. We're just dying laughing. The numbers <laughs> keep going mm-hmm. up. And then uh, so I got that, but then I also had. A jar because this is when I would ro- drove the coffee truck. Mm-hmm. I would have all this spare change because oh, I yeah. used to wear one of those changers, like you know, like mm-hmm. the ice cream oh, man okay. or whatever. Classic. <laughs> but sometimes there'd <laughs> be like <laughs> there'd be spillover that didn't fit, so I'd have it in my pocket. And nice. so at the end of the day, I would just throw it throw that you know, in years in like a big <laughs> giant bucket. But then I had gold dollars, so mm. like a cup or like it was, it was like a jug or a cup of gold dollar coins, and I didn't couldn't put those in the machine, so I. I brought the cash with me, the guitar, and the cup of the gold <laughs> nice. coins. And the guy looked at me, he's mm-hmm. like, really? You're going to pay with these gold You already coins? put on layaway and I get to change Yeah, <laughs> so I, I paid it, and I ended up, that was like the last payment was those gold hey. dollar coins. And I mean, he, the guy was like laughing, and then I, I went in, like, so I bought the guitar. Yeah. I finally had a Les Paul Custom, mm-hmm. and that's the one I still play now. It's a oh, 1986 Les Paul Custom. Nice. It plays and sounds great. That's awesome. And I remember, like, I've gone back into that store. I mean, they're not there anymore, but mm-hmm. when I did, he was like, I tell the, everyone that story yeah, all the time. Awesome. This guy brought a Les Paul Custom to change. Especially, yeah, especially if he sees you playing, it's like, yeah. oh, man, like, yeah. <laughs> this jerk brought all these gold coins over yeah. here. <laughs> And every time you made a payment, you probably like, can I hold it? Oh, man. Yeah. I'm just looking, staring at it. Yeah. Like, can I touch it? Mm-hmm. And then, but then there was another guitar, too. I, I found on eBay, I've been wanting it. It's like the same. Randy Rhodes, if you're not familiar with him, he was Ozzy Osbourne's guitar player mm-hmm. back in the early 80s. He died in a plane crash. Mm-hmm. But he's like legendary status. And he played this 74 Les Paul Custom. It was like a white one, but mm-hmm. it kind of yellowed, faded. Mm-hmm. And there was one on eBay, same year, same everything. And I like put, I bought it and put the same like tuning pegs on it, same knobs and everything yeah. to make it look like it. So that one, and it's heavy. It's like, That's sick. I think it's like over 10 pounds, mm-hmm. but it, it sounds good. And I was, I love that guitar too. You play it with that one on Sage or is that I one used to, a personal but- one? I used to play it when I first got it, but it not, normally stays home now. Mm-hmm. People would be like, what are you doing with this on the road? Well, I'm like, well, it's, it's a guitar. It's meant yeah, to be like played. I wanna, yeah, exactly. You know, and I, 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 I don't want to have bought it just to sit in, my, yeah. in the case, but now I'm like, oh, I'll probably leave it at home. Mm-hmm. Well, now that you're out there touring and stuff, do you get uh, a lot of free gear? Like you, you got some cool endorsements oh, yeah. out there? That's always that's another upside to being a uh, in a band, mm-hmm. like we get, uh, it's either it depends on the company. Some give you free, or some give you discount. artist cost discount. Yeah, you know, I get free pickups. EMG, they're right in Santa Rosa, okay. so that's cool. Like, so when I come visit the area, I go hang out with the. Mm-hmm. Like, I took a tour the last time I was here. Sometimes I'll see my guy Tommy, the artist relations guy, mm-hmm. in the uh, place, and 
Actually, I saw the old rep, Scott, one time. I was just hanging out in a bar in Petaluma, hmm. and he just walked in randomly. He's like, what are you doing here? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, hey, how's it going? So we, I always see, every time I come up here, I always, uh, you know, contact him and we hang out. Mm. There's like there's EMG pickups. I have my own signature strings. Oh, okay. In nice. case uh, this is their uh, SIT okay. stands for Stay in Tune, but they're they're 11 to 58 gauge because we tune down. We we tune to C, which is pretty low. Mm-hmm. Normally, like standard guitar is in E, so C is a lot lower, mm-hmm. and they they just hold the tuning better. Okay. Does that mean they're like thicker in right. diameter? Yeah, the yeah. the 58s are the the 11 part, the the higher ones are a little thinner just so you can still kind of solo on them, but the the 58s are thicker and up uh, the lower string so it's it's not so loose on the the tension's better. Yeah. And they work in that and uh I just got with this company in Germany called Richter guitar straps, so I'm going to have my own signature oh, straps nice. too, nice. which are cool. Oh. Picks in tune, yeah. Everything mm-hmm. it's that's that's great when people people ask you to play their stuff for them. So you just, yeah, you know. Yeah, they're like, oh, well, let me get some custom. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What, what did I see on your Instagram the other day? I think it was like some picks. What did? What did oh they yeah, say? yeah. Those were I had. Well, we have different picks. People, I didn't realize how much there's the pick collectors out there are mm-hmm. like. I'll put posted a picture of my picks and people are like going crazy. Like I yeah. think they got more likes than me. <laughs> oh yeah. You know? I'm like, wow. It's, since there's a whole world out there. But I, you know, at different low. You can put your own logo on it, your signature. Mm-hmm. But my newest ones, I like them. It's like the Harley Davidson logo, mm-hmm. but it says like my name in the top and bottom, and then okay. hate breed across the thing. And there's like a little motor on the back, so you could do just tons, tons of different stuff you could do with the picks. Now, is there certain material that picks made out of that it, that you prefer? It doesn't make a difference, right? It's uh, I don't even know what the type of material mm-hmm. material be but the gauge is a uh, I use one millimeter they're they're kind of on the thicker side there's definitely more way thicker but mm-hmm. I like the one millimeter because they don't they're sturdy and they don't bend mm-hmm. like as easy when you're you're hitting the string so it yeah. could, could be like more precise playing for me works the best how much does your gear like make a difference in how you play? Like, because you you know you don't want to be, be thinking about like something while you're on stage. You want to just be right. like going in. Well, it makes the total like total difference. Like the feel of the guitar, the like the action of the um, strings on the guitar, how high it is and how low it is, will make you play better. The mm-hmm. everything, the pickups make it the tone. The the amp makes a huge difference though. Oh, okay. That's that's where a lot of the you could change the sound completely, even with the same guitar. And then there's pedals that mm-hmm. give you we don't we use very minimal pedals because we're we have the basic like we don't have any clean guitar or anything fancy. We're just mm-hmm. basic. I have like an overdrive for solo just to boost it up a little bit. Some distortion. Right. Yeah. But yeah, it definitely makes all the difference your gear has there been any big changes um like obviously technology is crazier now that and make make it easier while you're on tour than like maybe it was you know actually we're pretty basic i don't know if we're because we're older and we're just stubborn yeah but we're still using like real amps on stage real pedals if it's it's working you're like we have a big stack in back of us you know but there's there's tons of other bands that use these like um i guess you would call them digital modeling okay amps, yeah, mm-hmm. and like you could carry them in like a, a little rack and it has <laughs> yeah. everything like you don't even need a speaker it could, you could blow wow. it direct into the pa mm-hmm. and you can have just in-ears we still have floor monitors mm-hmm. but there's a lot of people use these the, the digital model and 
I've I've kind of tried them, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, and then yeah. people are always like, you got to really work. I'm like, eh, it's yeah. fine. I Plus, know. and you're playing every night, so it's not yeah. not working for you guys. It's work, you know. Yeah, it's it's work. Yeah, mm-hmm. if it ain't broke, don't exactly, fix it. Like yeah. I say, but a lot of people, there's definitely a lot of new technology which we probably don't take advantage mm-hmm. of, which maybe we could look into. But mm-hmm. it's it's works for us. We're we're pretty consistent. We use you know Gibson and Marshall gotcha. for guitars. Classics. Classic, mm-hmm. and Classics. our bass player uses. Jackson and Ampeg. Mm-hmm. So pretty, Ampeg pretty is here in the Bay Area as well. I think is it? they're in the peninsula over in like Burlingame or something. Oh, okay. yeah, I've, I've seen them that. driving down the 101 before, and I know that uh, there's a there's actually this band that I, I worked with here in these studios. They're, they're called the Deadlies, and I know that their bass parent was uh, all okay. about Ampeg. Yeah, pretty, pretty standard. Uh, kind of touching back, um, something you mentioned how uh, there's different fans of yours that, like geek out about like guitar picks and stuff like that. Is there anything like when you tour that? Well, first is like a routine that you go through, or also like something that you make sure to go and like check out or do, or like do you collect anything while you're on the road? Like you get to see all these different countries. Uh, and- not too much. I, I will. Mm-hmm. Co- I will try and get guitar picks though too myself okay. when. We're doing festivals with other bands. Yeah, I was gonna say. Like I don't, I'm not into the trading thing. Like uh, a lot of people do pick trading. I just okay. like to have them yeah. for myself. But it it, yeah, it's I'm pretty standard. Basic. Wake yeah. up, go find a coffee shop in the area, mm-hmm. and then uh, that'd be pretty cool to see somebody just hops in the coffee shop. Same thing about to go see your show, and they see you in there. Like yeah, everyone. That, yeah. It, do, it doesn't happen often. Like mm-hmm. we're not like huge like Metallica mm-hmm. or Justin Bieber you know where there's hundreds of people <laughs> oh, yeah. coming up but every once in a What's while the beats, they'll, they'll kind of look at you like well, yeah, that recognition yeah. yeah do you guys have a favorite I mean I know you said like in Europe it's definitely like you know you have a lot of festivals like geared towards you know your, um, more so than America is there a favorite country or like venue you guys play I uh, I, th- I would say the we played uh, Germany a lot okay they, they seem to like us over there nice. we're in Berlin I feel like I know Berlin like it's mm-hmm. like another, you know, like I'm coming to Cal- Petal- Petaluma. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, but the festival, there's there's a grass pop is in Belgium. Okay. And there's just, it, there's so many good bands all the time mm-hmm. and Hellfest in France. Okay. I think those are my favorite. You know when you're going to play there you without even it. seeing the lineup, you know it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. And the energy is just totally different oh, yeah. over there, I imagine. Yeah. And it's just tons, when you see tons of people like, Jumping up and down to your songs yeah. and singing, you know, you know, they're obviously they don't English isn't their first language, mm-hmm. but they'll still be singing mm-hmm. all the words and everything, and you see it for like far. Yeah, you can't even. Yeah, you can't even see the end of the mm-hmm. crowd. That's crazy. Yeah, but so that that's the, those two are always really good. There's so many over there, mm-hmm. but they, there's a couple in the in the U.S. that are popping up. Coming there's, up, yeah, like Rocklahoma. Isn't oh, a, so they're they're, they're slowly slowly coming, not mm-hmm. quite as Europe, but there's definitely there were like none, like the one yeah. like there were festivals like Ozfest and Mayhem mm-hmm. Fest where it would be a full tour all summer, but these are like just one offs, yeah, here and there, uh, Rocklahoma and like so what else is a Welcome to Rockville, that okay. was in Florida, so that's cool. I, I I hope there's more of that coming in because I love playing those, yeah. Chicago Open Air, Riot Fest, okay, so yeah. there's there's more coming. I'd love to go to a, like a heavy metal or rock festival. Like I've seen so oh, many good lineups over yeah, the years, imagine. and I've always just like I don't know if I uh, wasn't of age for the really good ones yet. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I've seen a lot that I that I've missed out on over the years. 
I'd love to come to one of your shows. I haven't even no. had well, the opportunity we're, yet. We're uh, playing in Sacramento in May. So mark it down on your calendar. Yeah. Oh, but I heard that, I heard that was on a Monday or oh, something. That's, like. that's okay. <laughs> I'm feeling sick already. Uh, <laughs> if any of my coworkers are listening to this, so <laughs> it's only it's only once. It's not like you have to go every week. It's true. Yeah, no, I, I would I would love to take you up on that offer. Yeah, I'd love to be in the pit for one. So my my leg is injured right <laughs> oh, now. Right. So I I don't think I can handle. That be, kind be, of uh, be healed by activity, be but uh, yeah, once I've had the opportunity to heal, you'll, you'll find me in the pit. I and think I need to be where the energy is. I think you would do well. Yeah. May 20th, to be exact, at Ace of Spades in Sacramento. Oh, I, I know the venue, actually. I like that club. It's a, it's a good it's, it's size good. club. Yeah, good, and it, good that's a, that, It's our 25th anniversary show. Oh, so also, if there's a show to go to. That's, that's the, the one. one. Obituary, Agnostic Front, Madball. Nope, Madball's not playing, sorry. Right. Madball's you doing the that. other... The other part of the tour, mm. prong and skeletal remains. Okay. That's another thing we have got like agnostic front, like legendary, you know, uh, hardcore band mm. opening up for us. That's and awesome. Madball, Madball's doing the first part of it, and then uh, agnostic front's doing the second. So in Sacramento, will be agnostic front. So is that a Monday? You'll or have to check your so. calendars. <laughs> <if> it is. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I will see you there. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's a Monday. We're there. <laughs> That's I know it's not technically the Bay Area, but it's close enough. You hop in your car. You do that. Now it's funny that you say that because Anson, like a friend of his, was visiting from out of town, <laughs> yeah. and I guess she had read a, a pamphlet on the plane or something. And the first thing she does when she lands in Oakland, she's like, "Hey, let's go to Sacramento." Like, <laughs> like well, you're like, in what? Oakland, like, but you want to drive all the way to Sacramento. But. Like, do you know where that is in relation to yeah. where you are? You only do that when hate breeds in town. That's yeah, true. Exactly. I'm after invite her back. Like now we have a reason to go. Yes. You just wanted to go to the get her back. Yeah, we can do that. So you're on tour currently. Uh, do you guys have any plans to write any new music in the near future? We're supposed to be since we're playing. We have uh, since it's the 25th anniversary okay. this year. We wanted mm -hmm. to make sure we oh yeah toured a lot. We have a lot of shows coming up, but we're supposed to. We're gonna try and get in the studio either. I think maybe the end of this year, if if there's if there's spot if if not the end of this year, then definitely the beginning of next year. But I think we're 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 working on the end of this year to get back in the studio. Nice. Do you prefer one over the other, like studio vibes to like live shows? Or? Uh, I I mean it's always cool, you know, putting out new music. But mm -hmm. I definitely it's it's more fun playing live. Yeah. Yeah. But and it's feeding always off good. all those people, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Like once the once the studio, once you were done with recording, then it's mm -hmm. like listening back. You know, it's like, oh, this is great. You yeah. know, but actually playing definitely live. Mm -hmm. And yeah. for us, we just we don't even we actually get in the studio and start mm -hmm. putting things together. Like maybe I mean, a lot of bands probably they rehearse and they yeah. write stuff. But we we book the studio time and do pre production first. Okay. So we'll just get and it's it's actually mostly our singer Jamie and uh, bass player Chris Beatty, mm -hmm. the other one, <laughs> who, who write like just a bunch of riffs, and then you know come and we all go to the studio and we kind of put them all together and see mm -hmm. what's uh see what sounds best together and it's like the new technology we we're talking before like the old technology you're in like reel to reel and oh, you're yeah. splicing stuff together but now you That's, just you could just click you know click yeah you can play whatever spot you want you don't you, have to like yeah you can move it around mm -hmm. see what sounds good so we'll be in the studio for a little while just trying out ideas to see what mm -hmm. sounds good and then i'll 
we don't have many solos, but then I'll come up with a you know a solo for yeah. certain songs and do that. And then you know drum what drum beat do we want a fast drum beat slow mm -hmm. to this riff? And then you could even do that. You could try different drum beats over the same riff mm -hmm. to see what works better. Is it more nerve wracking like when you first play it, like a new song live, or is it? Oh uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's that's the only time because it's like. You haven't heard, yeah, yeah, you don't know how they're going to yeah, yeah. learning the song yeah, yeah. still as you play. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. Right. Like, yeah, we wrote it and we recorded it, but I still don't know it. Right, That's yeah. especially, yeah, because sometimes we we don't even, because, you know, it's all done in stages. We'll yeah. do, like, we'll record the guitar to a mm -hmm. click track, yeah. mm -hmm. and then the drums will go in, and they'll do it to the click track, too, and they might not even have the guitar. He might just play just to the click mm -hmm. with the, you know, the guitar in his head. Mm -hmm. So then... A lot of these songs we've never even played together. <laughs> yeah, ever. To, at the yeah. Oh, wow. Like it's just they're done in piece, you know, mm -hmm. pieces in the studio. So then when people were just like, oh, play this song live. And I'm like, yeah. we actually never played that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We got to rehearse it at least, you know, first. That's what, before we obviously, be, after a new record and before we do a tour, we yeah. go in the rehearsal studio and we play them, you know, yeah. mm -hmm. get them tight. Because mm -hmm. even if you you might know how to play every every chord and everything, and you might even be playing them like on your couch practicing, but it's a whole different vibe when you oh, get yeah. together live in the rehearsal. And you're trying space. to flow, yeah, like, right, yeah. And you you're getting it to the to a real drum drum beat, not mm -hmm. just a click track. And then, uh, but yeah, that's that's how we normally do it. Mm -hmm. yeah, I always think it's cool just hearing about the different uh, production practices of bands and the different writing practices yeah. because. Right. Everybody writes differently. Like, there's different members of the band that, like, sometimes write all the songs right. or oh, write, yeah, write the entirety of a song yep. and mm -hmm. then just like hand the parts to the other members. Right. But yeah, you know, it's, it's we cool. we try and we we definitely all have input. Like the main mm -hmm. songwriters, I would say, are Jamie and Chris. Mm -hmm. But then they, you know, they have the main ideas. We kind of, you know, make them flow together. Yeah. I guess you could say and. Maybe give our ideas like, well, maybe this this should kind of go like this and mm -hmm. change that little bit here and there and then add mm -hmm. a little slight melody or something like that in the music. And, of course, the drummer will come up with different, all different <laughs> yeah, drum beats. Yeah, you know? it's like, now we're going to go this way. Yeah, we'll, we'll try and <laughs> do that. And then, like, like, yeah, but then once we get the, the real, like, after that's pre-production, then the real recording. Normally, I'll have, he'll do the drums first, so I'll be recording to the drums and the click track mm. so I can be, cause especially nowadays, everything's gotta be perfect. Yeah, like back, back in the you know older days, it was a little more loose, but mm -hmm. everyone sounds so tight and perfect that if you don't, you know, it they'd be, be like, yeah. Oh, they don't sound right. So it's mm -hmm. like, you gotta try and be as precise as possible. And then, so I'll do the, they'll do the drums. I'll do the guitars. They'll do the bass. And then Jamie will do the vocals after. With mm. the whole performance, the whole band yeah, performance. With, with all him. the music. Do you guys prefer um, like writing on the road a lot, or do you guys like take a, take a time out to no, do an album? Or actually, no, it's it's all pre in the studio. Okay, it's all it's all done. Gotcha. Because people always ask me like, "You writing?" I'm like, "Yeah, nah, I, I guess." But, but when you <laughs> get in there, is when yeah, you really start. It's doing really, it. yeah, it's yeah. just once we get in there. Well, I'm sure there every so often there's like a riff you'll come across. They're like, yeah, "Oh, I'm gonna like, use this here. Like yeah. this. We can we can right, right. work this into a I'm later try and song. record it like a." Or sometimes like humming into your phone or something. Yeah, like yeah, uh, yeah. Especially <laughs> you don't want to lose that. Yeah, You're like, yeah. yeah, you can't remember how it sounds. Oh man. But then it's like it's crazy hearing like, because you know it's all pieced together mm -hmm. like, 
when you're first coming up with it and then hearing it oh yeah that's all yeah. done you're yeah. like wow yeah like going, oh that's exactly what i wow, want how yeah. did, you can't believe sometimes you can't even believe it sounds like that mm-hmm. yeah it's been a long time since i've recorded a band in the studio but i always remember it's it's a lot of fun, but it's a lot of work. You know, yeah, trying yeah. to get everybody on time, and then, you yep. know, like you said, recording pieces separately, and right. then like playing them back, mm-hmm. and with the click, it's it's a lot of juggling. And then, yeah, and then we got to listen to them and like yeah. see yeah. if there's something everyone agree on everything. Mm-hmm. We want to go back and change stuff, so then we change stuff, and just stuff like that. But has it gotten? like easier over the years now that you've been you know yeah no it's definitely mm -hmm. i remember the first because i've done let's see i did when i first came back we did we did a covers album it was actually started already with the old guitar player Mm, so most of the songs are him but Mm. (laughs) he left before it was finished so i came back and i i played four songs on there and but it was cover songs Mm -hmm. so i just had to learn you know the songs but then the first full length so i've done three full-length studio albums okay and the first one we were like all day and night i remember mm-hmm. and it was like it, it took a long now it was just the last time it was like a few hours a day and it was yeah. just like quick so it was yeah, yeah it definitely gets easier the more yeah if you, you get each other you, you can know. tell like how, what someone's feeling before right. they say it yeah and we we've had the same uh producer and engineer oh, for that, years i'm sure so that helps. Oh, yeah they know, know. he knows how i play and yeah knows, they can have everything it's set so up. comfortable and easy mm-hmm. with him too zeus is the guy we always use. Shout out to Zeus, man. Yeah, Let's man. See, Massachusetts. <laughs> Massachusetts. Oh, Massachusetts. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I I miss being a, a studio engineer sometimes, you know. But I know that uh, creativity just flows, and I gotta grab whatever stream is in front of me. And right. Right now, this happens to be one of them. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, do you do you find that when you play guitar, like do you do you like tap into some like energy like that? Like, how do you come up with stuff? Are you, are you, where, what's where what's you your motivation? You know, <laughs> I'm just just play. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like like uh, yeah, I guess I don't really have something like that. I just try yeah. and play, and if it sounds good to me, then yeah. I just I just keep it going. It it's, it does it is a lot kind of frustrating for me sometimes like i'll play something i don't i'm a, like my worst critic oh of course so then i'll just you know keep playing and playing and playing until i finally like it and then that's it very good yeah like sometimes <laughs> you hear something in your head and it's right. like you want to get it out yeah, yeah, but yeah. you're struggling to find the means and then to, i'll forget and then i'll yeah. be like oh man i'd be crazy man like yeah I, i'd just be one of those guys like and then, like the first song, if I played something wrong, I'm thinking about it the whole time, yeah, yeah. like the whole show. I'm like, I yep. can't even get over this. I've been doing okay, but <laughs> yeah, that yeah. still sticks with me. That's the only thing I'm going to remember that whole show. Like, right. I'm an idiot. Why'd I do that? Why'd I do that? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so on this current tour, you're, you're on a small break right now? Right, yeah. We yeah. just did two shows in California. We did uh, the first show of the year, actually. I started out, this was okay. this was pretty of a, a long break for us. Hmm. We, we haven't played. Our last tour was the ended the beginning of December. So we haven't played since then, and we just did two shows. In we did one show in San Diego, it was a headline show, and then we did a Muse Inc. Festival, which mm-hmm. is Travis Barker's oh, nice. tattoo and music festival, and that was in Costa Mesa. So we played with uh, Suicidal Tendencies, mm-hmm. Bleeding Through, All Hail the Yeti. On the first night, it was a three day festival, so I got to hang out there. Nice. That's all cool weekend. too. Yeah, that's yeah. cool that you're, you're done with your yeah, obligations. Yeah, I do. first done. Yeah. Like Limp Bizkit played the second night, mm-hmm. and then a bunch of punk bands played the third night. Vandals, Dead Kennedys, Fear. So it was 
It was fun. So these two, kind of like two, I guess you would say two warm-up shows for our mm-hmm. upcoming tour. Because nice. the next tour doesn't start until the beginning of April. And then we're, we're pretty uh, pretty booked solid, I think, for the year. Wow. And then we go back to Europe in the summer and do the festivals. And do all those, yeah. So our yeah. other guitar, we're actually doing one leg of the U.S. tour in April. I think we're home for a week. Hmm. Our other guitar player, Frank's getting married in Disney World. Nice. So we go to that, <laughs> and then I think a week later, we're back on tour for the second oh, leg. So <laughs> Going pretty, hard. Pretty busy, which is good. Yeah, yeah busy is good. That's another, um, I was just thinking about, like you said, you, you start playing around these, um, like other people that you've admired or just like been a fan of. That would be my biggest struggle too. It's like, Hey man, you can't watch them play. Like we got to get ready for our yeah, set. Like, yeah. yeah. And he's like, Oh man, why are they playing right where oh, I can't yeah, listen That to happens them. a lot too. We'll, like, yeah. we'll go to a schedule and there'll be multiple stages like, at the yes. same time. And I'm like, Oh, I'm going to miss them. Yeah. <laughs> like Danzig played the same time we did one yeah. time. And oh, I was like, man. We, had, we were actually direct support for Kiss one time, oh, which was, okay. that was pretty huge. And we That's got sick. to meet him. So mm-hmm. we took a picture oh, with him. Oh, man. Full circle with that. And it, they all had, yeah. like, there was, they had those big heels. Oh, the, yeah. Know, Kiss, like <laughs> these mm-hmm. giant platform heels. And they're all like, all, most of the guys are over six feet tall, except for the drummer. And he didn't have his heels <laughs> oh, on. He was, even like, more. he was like an inch shorter than me, I think. Oh, so I'm like, man. I'm going to stand next to this guy. Yeah, exactly. Like, so we were, we're, we're in the same line. So you look at the oh, picture, man. I'm like, yeah. He looks like these giants around us, but that was cool. And our and Frank, like he's a huge Kiss fan. Oh, yeah. He goes on the Kiss cruise every year. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Kiss is one of those bands that had probably one of the craziest like just merch and promotional oh, yeah. Still runs do. of yeah, any exactly. band in history. Yeah, mm-hmm. just like putting out some merchandise. Like they probably had I had their own, Kiss like, dolls when there. I was a kid. That's sick. Yeah, there were you know people had Kiss lunch ba- boxes. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, people. Kids. I mean, never heard a song in their life, but they know who Kiss is or <laughs> have like, something oh, from yeah, Kiss. Right. You know, there's yeah. Yep. They just have perfect branding. Did it right. So you're on this break from tour, jumping back on in at the beginning of April. Right. Uh, what What else have you got going on in the meantime? Relaxing. Yeah, getting ready. wrong with that. Yeah, <laughs> getting ready to getting be ready just on. to be full on because it's it's a lot. People think it's all luxurious, you know, when you're on road. But <laughs> oh, we're, you know, we have one bus with normally ten people on it. I think this one we're gonna have eleven because we're bringing a lighting guy. I believe mm-hmm. on this tour, so there's twelve bunks on a bus. Yeah, and we have t- like ten. Yeah, I think we're I think we're gonna have ten or eleven people. Oh man, all in this confined space, and it's you know even though we're all we're we all still get along, which is that's good. It's, you know, a <laughs> lot of bands big. these days that doesn't happen. There's mm-hmm. especially like the bands from the '80s. There's like two different versions of every band. The singer has one, yeah. and the other band has one. So. <laughs> that's crazy. So far, we all get along, but being with the same people every day, can, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. we sometimes get on each other's nerves. So it's good to just relax and be alone and mm-hmm. before you gotta hit that full speed ahead true get that little disney world trip in you know the yep, disney world <laughs> wedding <laughs> in between the two tours yeah, that's a nice break from like chaos you know right. you get to have a little love in your life yep and i think that's something that people like they like you said they don't think about that it's all, it's all a fantasy to them how it works like this is work for you you right. know like yeah you're just, it's not, you're not all hanging parties out. and yeah. you know limos or whatever yeah girls Mm-hmm. So where can they? Um, like you talk about some of the merch that you have. Like where can uh, people pick up your stuff? Um, on, if you go to hatebreed.com okay, and, and then just click on merch, gotcha. it'll it'll direct you. Okay, to and all go. the tour dates and all that. Oh, on everything's there too, so everything's perfect. on all right. there. 
perfect. And definitely, if you come to a show, buy some merch. Yeah, yeah. Support the band. Support you the know, band because exactly. streaming does not pay. Right. People, let's just uh, be honest with ourselves. Streaming pays what like fractions of a penny uh, yeah. per stream. I don't even know the exact numbers, but yeah, don't even yeah, look at it. Yeah, you're yeah. like, and no, you have four me- four members in the five, band. Five, 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 yeah. yeah, five. That split five ways. Right. Like exactly. that's that's not making a dent in anybody's bank account yeah. there. Also, if you're interested in my guitar strings, yep. you can okay. go to sitstrings.com and then click on, I believe it's Artist Signature Series, okay. and then just go to there. Wayne Lausanac. And if you tune to C or B or Drop D, they'll even work for. Right. You guitar players know what I'm talking about. They're, they'll, mm-hmm. They work good. Check them out. And then it's Wayne Lozenak on the Instagram. On Twitter and Instagram. Nice. I don't use Facebook, so... Yeah, if you see a Facebook and someone's talking to you on there not, with my name, that him. is not me. And then uh, at Hatebreed on Instagram as well. Uh, right? Instagram is Hatebreed Official. Hatebreed Hate Official. Official. Twitter yeah. is Hatebreed. Uh, I believe Facebook is just Hatebreed. All right, folks. You've heard all the places where you can find him. Buy the merch. Buy the strings. You'll see us uh, May 20th is what it was. Yeah, In yeah. Sacramento. <laughs> Sacramento. Come find Sac-tan. us out there. And all you other people I'll, all over the world, I'll be in the pit. The you can find me in the pit. <laughs> if my leg's better by then. It'll which be I, fine. I, I, I hope so. Yeah, I've been uh, training for a, a half marathon, uh, and I, I busted my leg. Oh, man. Yeah, like, I, like That's why I don't do two marathons. Weeks, two know? weeks out, yeah, I don't want to bust my leg. <laughs> yeah. Suffer a non-training-related <laughs> oh, man. accident and strain my calf. I'm not walking up the stairs. Yeah, that's it. So. <laughs> Uh, unfortunate uh, actions there, but that we'll, we'll save the rest of that for, for another time. But uh, thank you all for tuning in to the Quality Goods Podcast once again. It was a great pleasure to bring you our first big guest from across the country. Yeah, appreciate it. You got it. Thank you for having me. Yeah. All right, folks. We out. <laughs> <laughs>